Quick disclaimer on this video, I got a bit of a cold, so I'm sorry if I sound hoarse or a bit stuffy. Hopefully I'll be back to normal soon. Welcome to r slash choosing beggars, where a Karen becomes enraged about free candy. This next post is an email from a Facebook group for nonprofit directors. Subject, parade disappointment. Dear OP, I've withheld this email for two weeks, but after recently attending another local parade, I couldn't help but feel overwhelming disappointment about the such-and-such such parade. My four children and I attend parades throughout the Midwest. The candy selection that we experience at each parade is a source of joy for my family. It's something that we look forward to each year. However, this year's parade did not provide the candy selection that we're accustomed to seeing and expect to see. There were no full-size candy bars handed out by any of the floats. In fact, several floats handed out candy that no one likes. One float even had the audacity to hand out mints. We were most surprised by the floats that handed out nothing and were shocked by one float that handed out ice cubes. Ice cubes are not candy. Please take the time to vet parade floats prior to being allowed into the parade to make sure that the candy quality and quantity is at an acceptable level. I expect to see this change prior to next year's parade so that my children don't have to experience the disappointment they did this year. So like, yeah, this person is really obnoxious because they're complaining to nonprofit organizations and parades or, you know, just for fun. If they don't hand out candy, what's the big deal? So like, yeah, of course, this is stupid. But, you know, at the same time, I kind of have to agree with her on one thing. Uh, why are floats handing out ice cubes to kids? Is that a thing? Is it because it's really hot? So you hand out ice cubes so the kids can put it on their face to feel cool? Huh? Am I missing something? Our next Reddit post is from TJC Pizza. So I work at KFC. Our dining room is open for sit down. Today, a man came in and was asking around for change. We don't really like it when this happens, but we mostly just ignore it since the person will either buy something cheap or leave relatively quickly. I think the guy got like two bucks and he was trying to get my cashier to cut him a deal. None of our menu options are close to $2, and the cheapest thing you'll see is like 7 or $8. So, naturally, the cashier declined him. A family walked in a bit after this. The guy was still there, and I assume he was still asking for change. The family bought this guy a meal. The meal they bought him was about 11 bucks, a three-piece chicken with one side, so it wasn't on the low end. After I went and packed both orders, I ran the family's order out first. But when I brought the three-piece out, the guy stopped me after I gave it to him and told me he wanted fries. Normally, wrong sides are no big deal. They either forgot to order it or we rang it up incorrectly. They usually get fixed with no problem. But this guy not only had someone else buy him a meal, but then he was rude asking me for fries. He didn't yell or anything, but his tone sounded like he expected me to know that he wanted fries even though it said mashed potatoes on our screen. I changed his side and went about my day. When we left though, we found his table a mess. He had left all of his trash and some sauces on the table. Just a complete mess. The audacity of someone to not only complain about food that someone graciously bought for them, but to then leave the table a mess for no apparent reason. My personal theory is that the people who don't pick up their trash after they eat at fast food restaurants are also the people who don't put their shopping cart back after they go to the grocery store. Also, down in the comments, we have a similar story from Mike G. 
Back in college, a few decades ago, a presidential candidate visited and gave a speech at the restaurant where I worked. It was a big deal for us, and the owners went all out to make the experience worthwhile for us. The owners probably spent a couple thousand dollars out of their own pockets to feed everyone. Eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, French toast, chipped beef, you name it. Also, coffee and juice. The police officers, firefighters, secret service agents, and most of the reporters were very grateful and let us know. But there were a couple of people who made sure to let us know that the food was not up to their high standards. One photographer in particular I recall all these years later literally shoveling food into his mouth like a pig as he badmouthed his free breakfast. One of the reporters that I ended up talking to for a while was the news guy for a local morning zoo radio show, which was very popular at the time. He was cool, and I found out much later that he was a truly nice and generous man. He looked at the photographer shoveling food into his face and said, You should be grateful anyone would give free food to you, you disgusting pig. You should be ashamed of yourself. It was a really cool day otherwise, and I even made it onto the morning zoo that day with a shout out. This next post is Karen posting to Facebook. Every year, me and my nephew go trick-or-treating in the neighborhood off blank. Anybody who lives there, kindly park your cars in the driveway so it makes it easier for us to park. Last year, we had to park in front of someone's driveway. I don't like to, but I'll do it again because parking there is ridiculous. We go every year, and the parking situation keeps getting worse, and please have big candy bars. Last year, we were only getting little ones. Thank you for your cooperation. Looking forward to the big candy this year. You know, it took me a second to realize what was going on here. I was like, wait, why does, why does she need to park there? And then I realized that this is one of those people who probably lives in a poorer neighborhood and they drive their car to richer neighborhoods because richer neighborhoods usually give out more candy. And like, I can't really begrudge someone for doing that because, you know, Halloween is for the kids and it's about charity. So, you know, if someone wants to visit a richer neighborhood for the sake of their kids, I say they're welcome to come. But like, <laughs> but like, what makes that so bad is she's a guest in that neighborhood. Karen doesn't live here. She's visiting this neighborhood to get free candy from the locals of this neighborhood, but she's not giving free candy to their kids because their kids are presumably trick-or-treating in that neighborhood. So presumably, she's here to get rich people's candy, but she can't at least respect their property? On this next post, OP is trying to sell damaged furniture on the Facebook marketplace. Selling damaged mirrors for $200. Hi, Hannah. Is this still available? I love the furniture. However, it'll cost me $200 or more to repair. Any chance that you could give it to me? It wouldn't be going to a rich home, but a good home. Thanks. Sorry, but unfortunately, the furniture cost me money also, with each bedside table being over $700 each. By the time that you pay to repair it, you'll still have saved a lot of money on it. The only problem is, I can't afford the repairs. I was going to use them as they are. Good luck. I hope you find someone who will love it as much as you have. That's why I have all the pieces marked down significantly. Thank you. I was just wondering, do you do craft or do you have someone who can do it? I just gave away a vintage makeup table that had several chips and cracks. It was given to me by a beautiful old lady. I fixed it up and I had 11 people wanting it. I gave it to the first person. No one in Australia does to damage mirror furniture what I do, but it's still very expensive. For yours, the crack on the big drawer is just too hard to fix. 
So don't buy it then? You're asking for $200 without even considering the mirror. So then don't buy the pieces. Move on. I'm not being nasty. I fix things and I give them away. The expenses are on me. That's great for you, but as per my listing, the furniture is for sale. So sad to see what a nasty young lady you are. I'm old enough to be your grandmother. I'm showing you respect, so I would like some back. All the best to you and yours. Oh, please. Respect would be not devaluing someone else's items because of your personal circumstances. You know what? I own three townhouses and three Lexus cars. I'm very thankful to this beautiful country for what I have, and it's sad that some people aren't the same. And yet, you can't afford $200 in furniture as per your earlier message. I do want to buy your furniture. I'll give you $200. Thanks, but no thanks. Then I'll fix it and give it to those who need it. $1,000. Make it one of your townhouses and a car. <laughs> uh, this was a smart turnaround because obviously the $1,000 isn't a real offer. That's just them trying to get OP to like do a reversal and say, oh, yes, please, I'll sell it to you for $1,000. So she can say, uh, you know what? I changed my mind. Besides, this person is obviously full of BS. In one breath, she said that she wanted to use it as is, but in another breath, she said that she wanted to fix it up and give it to other people, so like, which is it? My guess is that the real truth is that she wanted to get it for free so that she could turn around and sell it for a profit later. On this next post, OP sells artwork of her cat in, I think, sticker form, but it's kind of hard to tell from the picture. Oh my god, girl, my sister would love this. How do I purchase? Ah, thank you. It's eight bucks a print. Oh, I thought that it was hand-drawn. <laughs> oh, it is. I'll only be selling the original ones as prints, though. Gosh, it is so cute. May I get some close-ups? Yes, and then OP posts a close-up. Aye, girl, how much is it? Eight bucks for the print. And for the original one? How much for that? Sorry, I really won't be selling that one yet. Oh my god, babe. Seriously? Why? How much would it be, though, if you decide to sell it? Eh, likely a hundred bucks. I just really don't like to let go of my original pieces unless a customer orders it. The prints will be cute, too. Oh my gosh, that is so expensive, lol. I thought it would be the same price as the print. Can we do, like, thirty bucks and I'll buy something else, too? Like, you can just take a bunch of prints first so that you can keep selling them. Sorry, I just really love your cat, and I want to support you too, and my sister would adore this. You can buy other stuff in the same price range, or you can just get a custom. I could make you a custom piece. I usually charge more for custom artwork, but I can do 40 bucks and mail it to you. Would you be willing to give me a discount down to $20, though? I realize that you're kind of far, and mail would be expensive, I'm assuming. Ah, I see. Uh, I can do 30 bucks then if the art doesn't require too many details. No offense or anything, but I'm a little disappointed, and I didn't expect you to be this greedy at all, because we really love your account and your content and your cat stuff. But I just didn't think that you would be so money-hungry, and you've just sort of lost a customer because of how greedy you're acting. I just wanted to support you because I like to support artists generally, but you just really try to exploit as much as you can from people who just want to support you. $30 is way too much. Even 20 bucks was me just being nice for like a postcard size art, but seriously, this is just way too much. It's interesting that this choosing beggar says that she wants to support artists when all she ends up doing is insulting the artist instead. 
That was r slash choosing beggars. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.